Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart. Everything should be on and going. There we go. I'm also starting a brand new system, so yay! <laughs> Gotta love it. Let's see here. Boom, boom. Kill that there. Check you guys out. Transition over. And let's see who's on the Facebook page already, because I know there are some people. So I actually do go through the uh, Facebook feeds, or not the Facebook feeds, but the Facebook videos. And with the Facebook videos, we'll, uh, you know, they'll comment back and forth. And if they have something pertinent to specifically your case, I might actually ask their question. That'd be great. Just so you know. There we go. All right. Hey, Debbie. Erica, good to see you. Ha, ha, ha. Let me see here. Cool. All right. Listen to a little bit of behind the scenes before we get started here. Letting things rocking and rolling and getting things set up. I'm kind of excited, guys. Rock this show. I will. I will, Ron. I will rock this show. No worries. <laughs> the producer, Ron. Let me see here. Erica, lovely. Lovely to see you. Okay. Let's see. All right. Cool. So a little bit behind the scenes, guys. we got uh, about a minute and a half, minute and a half before we actually start going here, um, before it actually goes live on the radio. Let's see. Checking out everything. By the way, if you guys have any questions, real quick, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and ask them. That way, when we get to the conversation, it'll be there. Hey, Richard, good to see you. Don't worry, he's not just sitting there silently on purpose. We're actually going to introduce him here when the radio show starts. It's okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Nicole, good to see you. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I got you, Ron. I got you. No worries at all. <laughs> Do you dance too? No, I just I, I just sing. You just I sing. play the drums. I sing, and I, I do actually play the drums. That's funny. I do. That's that's true. I do. Let's see. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't pick up a pick on anybody with a long name. I mean, look at the show's name and everything like that. All right. Radio Silence. We'll get back to you right when it starts. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. And by live, I mean really live. We are live everywhere. We are on the Facebook pages, on the YouTubes. We are on the Mojo 5.0 radio. And if you go to iHeartRadio right now, you can find us live on the Mojo Radio Station, live on iHeartRadio. I need an applause button. I really do, because that's amazing. Oh, that's so awesome. With me tonight, I have Mr. Ted Harvey. Ted Harvey is the chairman of the Committee to Defend the President. You can go to committeetodefendthepresident.com, check out everything that they're doing there. Ted, say hey to everybody. Good evening, everybody. How are you? (laughs) 
hopefully they're all right. It looks like everybody's doing well. Uh, Ted, obviously the chairman of the committee to defend the president. What does that actually mean? It's a super PAC, obviously, but what are you actually doing? Well, as you know, um, when Trump got elected, the liberal left in our country um, literally lost their minds, mm -hmm. and they collectively have been having a national temper tantrum literally since day one. They have been doing everything they can to try to discredit the election, try to discredit the president, try to discredit his entire administration, and nobody is out there defending him and getting taking, getting his back. And the RNC isn't doing it. Members of Congress are not doing it. And so we have we were a PAC prior to this, and then when Trump got elected, we changed the name of our PAC to the Committee to Defend the President. And we have spent literally every day for the last two plus years um, supporting this president, fighting back against the left. Um, helping to elect a majority in the Senate and um, doing everything we can to um, push back against the, the the narrative out there that the American people did not support this president, which is not the case. Um, the, this president is, is very popular, um, especially amongst Republicans, and we are the voice of those Republicans and, and uh, grassroots activists around the country that support the president. Mm -hmm. See, that's that sounds amazing. So you're supporting the president, you're supporting the things that he's doing, you're trying to defend the president and the good things and the good aspects that he has going on. I will say, as, uh, as I told you beforehand, I am libertarian-minded, so even uh, just a base Republican to me is kind of... But President Trump, you know, originally he was a, a pretty big Democrat, up until a certain amount of time in his life, and uh, he's been proving himself with the policies that he's been pushing. But I got to tell you, um, how do you defend a guy like Donald Trump? Well, I defend the policies of Donald Trump. Okay. Um, when, when, like I was saying, prior to him actually winning the election, um, we were the committee to the the Stop Hillary Pack. Our we we started the. Pack in 2013, mm -hmm. well before Hillary even got into the race, because we knew that the Democrats would literally lie, cheat, and steal to make sure that she won the nomination and won the election, because they wanted her to be the first female president ever elected. And um, little did I know that, that would they literally lie, cheat, and steal to get her into the office. They would use the power of the Obama administration and the FBI and the Justice Department to spy on the Trump campaign. And then when Trump actually won the election, um, came up with some crazy narrative that he was colluding with the Russians mm -hmm. to to beat Hillary, because there's no way Trump could other ha otherwise beat the smartest woman ever put on the face of the earth. So um, um, in their minds. And... Um, so they knew they had a paper trail out there that showed that they were um, spying on the Trump campaign. And so they came up with a narrative to say that there was collusion and uh, appointed a special prosecutor to try to justify that um, narrative. And mm -hmm. um, I mm -hmm. think it's going to come back on them and bite them seriously in the butt. Well, yeah. Um, that's, that's definitely going to be, uh, something that's going to bite him in the butt, but you've, you guys spend a lot of money. Um, sp uh, specifically now you've been doing a lot of, uh, or recently you've been supporting Senate candidates and things like that all just to get back at the left and to make sure that they understand that, uh, you know, everything that they do, um, we're going to do just as much except for, you know, the lying, cheating and stealing, right? Exactly. What we actually, our PAC found that they um, that the Clinton campaign actually laundered eighty four million dollars through the DNC during the election, no. and uh, we are um, actually fighting that as we speak. Mm -hmm. We have for the last year to make sure that the FEC um, actually follows up with this and and finds them and and make sure that we solve this issue. But to your point. Um, over the last two years since Trump got elected, we have raised and spent over $5 million making sure that we hold the United States Senate. Mm -hmm. Because we have always known that if we can hold the Senate 
It'll be in a midterm election in the first midterm of, a, of a, any administration. You normally lose the House and you lose the Senate. Yeah. Um, but so so we were not going to focus on the House of Representatives because we knew that that would be a tough, tough row to hoe. So we focused on making sure that we held our Republican seats and then picked up some some Democrat seats. And so we like in uh, in Tennessee, we spent over one point two million dollars making sure that Marsha Blackburn won the Republican primary mm-hmm. so that we would have a conservative win that primary. And then we um, continue to support her to make sure that we she won the, the, the general election as well. And we were also involved in Indiana. We were involved in Montana. We were involved in Missouri. And like I said, over the last two years, we've we spent over five million dollars supporting the president and the candidates that he supported in the in the United States Senate races. Exactly. So all of this to not only support the president, but to get back at the left. Is that right? Well, to get back at the left and to make sure that we kept the majority so that we could continue to get the Trump agenda through the Senate. And as a libertarian conservative myself, mm-hmm. um, to me, the most important part of the of the Trump election and making sure that Hillary Clinton never got it step foot in the White House was to make sure that we were able to appoint solid constitutionalists to the United States Supreme Court and to a courts across the entire country. And that's what mm-hmm. the Supreme that's what the U.S. Senate does. Right. So um, I wanted to make sure that we held the Senate, not just for President Trump, but for the the Supreme Court. Um, but also, um, they also have the appointing that the, the um, they are able to approve the cabinet appointments. And um, the president has done a very good job of appointing solid conservatives to his cabinet. That um, I I want to make sure that we have a Senate that will continue to appoint solid conservatives, especially with the new attorney general coming in. Nice. Very, very nice. Actually, you know what? It sounds like you would be a good candidate for this in particular. What I mean is rightongame.com. Have you ever heard of right on, rightongame.com? No. Oh, man. It is such I'll a look great look it deal. up. Like, let's face it. You know, uh, liberals are offended by pretty much everything, right? They have zero yeah. sense of humor. But making fun of them is hilarious to the rest of us. So uh, we pl- uh, so, to, so to play right on, all you have to do is it's a, it's a game where it has a bunch of cards and it mocks the left with categories like race hustle, wussification of America, the, the earth snobs and Islam abomination. And, you know, so, and their tax slogan is because <laughs> mocking the left feels so right. It's what I do every day. Isn't that great? It's what I do every day. Here's the thing. For everybody out there, you can go to rightongame.com, use the promo code MOJO50, get a 10% discount. And for Christmas, here's what's going on. The owner of rightongame.com, she is doing a contest, a Christmas video contest. See, what you got to do is you got to upload your videos to her um, over at the rightongame.com. If you go there and you win, basically you're doing a video of playing the game and whoever has the best video of playing the game, not only will they get an Amazon Echo Show, which is about $130, by the way, um, they'll also get an Amazon gift card valued at $25. The contest runs from December 22nd until January 2nd. This is go get the game. Go make the video with your horrible leftist Aunt Sally. Make her cry and make some money. How about that? <laughs> sign think, me up sign you up that's right on game.com i think you need this for your entire family ted anyway i do too, I do too. <laughs> so you were a senator of a, of your state in colorado before, uh, prior to weren't you i was i served 13 years in the colorado legislature uh five years in the house and eight years in the senate we have term limits in colorado so i was term limited in 2014 and mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we started this back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I've been, I've been, since I got out of the legislature, we've been doing this full time. Very nice. And that's, that's something that you've been wanting to do for a while. You want to make sure that conservative politics, libertarian understanding, uh, uh, in, a, in a conservative mindset to try and get these judges and, and these senators in place, making sure that the actual policies that get put into place are policies that, uh, that are smaller government. Is that right? Yep. Yep. But, you know, we, we've talked in the past about uh, Trump and his personality and, and, and it, it's 
sometimes tough to defend this president. I've got to tell you that I don't think any other Republican candidate out there could withstand the onslaught that he has been, uh, you know, faced over the last two years. Um, I, I look back at at uh, John McCain. John McCain, when he, he was running for office, got destroyed by the media and he never fought back. Um, Romney, when he was running for president, got, you know, they set the narrative that he was some out of touch, white, rich white guy for, for a year and a half. And Romney never threw Who a set punch. his dog on the top of a car in 1985. God forbid. <laughs> and um, he never threw a punch. And so by the time the election came around, the narrative was already there that, you know, he couldn't change that narrative. Donald Trump never once allowed the Democrats to write the narrative. Mm-hmm. They took. They tried to take a punch, and he hit them right back in the face. The media tried to take a punch, he hit them right back in the face. I mean, he's a New Yorker. He's a brash New Yorker, and God bless him because he's fighting back and putting the Democrats in their place and putting the media in their place and totally changing their script. They're used to Republicans, you know, falling back on their heels, getting in the in the fetal position, and never defending themselves. Mm-hmm. And Trump has totally changed that narrative, and God bless him for it, because you see the you see the Democrats and the media literally manifesting before us, because they are freaking out that their game plan that has worked so well for the last fifty years is literally bouncing off this guy every single time they take a shot. Yeah, and that's the funny thing. I mean, this is something that uh, and one of our listeners just put out it's she said it is incredible how trump while having such thin skin that he reacts to every little thing is only empowered by every hit that comes on him yep it yep. It, it, it is it's very true. weird it is very weird it's like this guy reacts to everything but at the same point in time he doesn't lose and at, at any of these and that's that's what's really a uh, weird to, to, well, it's really weird because I mean, he is he thinks so he thinks to the next move so often. I, I think back to a, a year ago where he said that, can you believe it? I just learned that that my office was bugged by the FBI. And the media was freaking out and ran. Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, comes out and says, there's no evidence of this whatsoever. I don't know what the president is talking about. Well, Lo and behold, not only was he right that his office was actually being bugged, but the FBI had informants in the campaign trying to get information on the campaign and what the campaign was doing yeah. to, to um, feed back to the, to the Clinton campaign. Um, that is not that – is, that is, the president knew what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. He knew what the reaction was going to be, that the, the left and the media was going to – their heads were going to explode. And then he knew eventually he would be proven right and show the left and the media for being the propaganda hacks that they are. Is that kind of the, the situation now with everything going on? I mean – Obviously, you guys are a super PAC, and uh, Trump himself has said that he he doesn't um, he doesn't accept money from super PACs or anything like that. But he doesn't say that you guys can't help him in those aspects. Um, and with uh, with all the stuff that's been going on with with uh, the Comey stuff and everything else, and the the investigation into Hillary Clinton and all of those things, and you know, is it what am I trying to ask? Is it that he actually has more information, but he just can't say it all? Or is it something where he's really shooting off the cuff? No, I think he has all of the information. He knows exactly what he's saying, and he knows exactly the, the timing that he wants to release the information. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, he's, you know, he's, he's playing a game of poker, and you don't show your hand until you have to show your hand if you want to win the game. So um, he is being very judicious in the way he is fighting this battle because if he did it too early, the Mueller investigation would be continuing to go on. And I think he's going to wait until Mueller comes out with his report and then he will show his hand and we'll see who's got a better hand. I think there is an epic battle going on right now Mm -hmm. between um, the – Those in the FBI and the Justice Department that literally tried to undermine the election and um, now their efforts to cover it up and the Trump administration and their 
desire to bring to the American public exactly how bad this was. Okay, gotcha. Um, come January, change of government, every, all the new uh, all the new people coming in. Probably Nancy Pelosi is going to take that spot for Speaker of the House, which she which means that she's third in line if uh, if anything should happen to our president and vice president. What are you That's guys doing? That's a scary doing? thought. Right there. I know it is very <laughs> scary. What are you guys doing? <laughs> well, if ever there was a time for there to be a committee called the Committee to Defend the President, it mm-hmm. would be 2019. Um, I don't think the American public understand how chaotic next year is going to be. With Nancy Pelosi being Speaker of the House and all of her radical leftists running all of these different committees, they are going to be doing nothing but trying to stop this administration from moving forward on the policies that they have been so successful with over the last two years, whether it is you know, pulling the regulatory state out by the roots, whether mm-hmm. it is appointing judges that are constitutionalists that will actually interpret the law, not implement what they would like the law to be, mm-hmm. um, or, or whether it is lowering taxes or repealing Obamacare or building a wall or whatever these things that the administration is trying to pursue – The Democrats are going to do everything they can to stop the president from being successful and his administration from being successful simply for political reasons so that they can win in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they are going to be throwing out a thousand subpoenas. They're going to be throwing out a thousand investigations uh, of everything from every every cabinet member and what they are doing to what Trump was doing 20 years ago with his business. And the American people are going to have the opportunity on full display to see what whack jobs these Democrats are that are going to be in power. And I think the Democrats won't be able to control themselves. I think the Democrats, I think the American people are, especially moderate conservative Democrats and moderate um unaffiliated voters are going to look at what the Democrats are going to put on display and they're going to say, that's not my Democrat party. That's not me. That's not the Democrat party of my parents or my grandparents. These are a bunch of socialist whack jobs. And I think um, we are going to see a huge shift away from the Democrat party over the next two years. And, um, you know, God bless Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Did you just Trump quote me? <laughs> you just Trump quoted me. I, 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 I always I, I teach campaign schools all over the country, and I always say that Barack Obama was the best thing that ever happened to the conservative movement because he implemented such radical policies that it finally got a bunch of conservative activists who have been living their lives, raising their kids, and running their businesses mm-hmm. off the couch and involved in politics, which was the Tea Party, and they started a revolution that kicked out uh, moderate Republicans all across the country, but also gave us the majority in the House and the Senate and Donald Trump. And that never would have happened had it not been for how radical Obama is. You know what else they gave us? They gave us the scare that we needed. Those those Democrats and everything like that, they gave us the scare that we needed to, to pick up arms, and specifically Tar River Arms. And what I mean by that is Tar River Arms is the very first virtual reality gun store. You go to the, go to the website tarriverarms.com and you can find some of the best deals on arms to date. Right now, brand new, they just released it, Ruger AR-556. The, the the normal price of this gun is $1,000 for the setup that they have. They're selling it for $670. It includes two extra magazines. So not only do you get the AR, but you also get three magazine clips with it. Three magazines with it. All for $677. You can go to tarriverarms.com. Let them know that we sent you Mojo 50 Go to Mojo Five O. Uh, go to Mojo Five O there and send them there uh, through that site. Okay, that sounds like a sweet site. I think oh, it's a to go sweet there. site. TarRiverArms.com. I mean, veteran-owned, veteran-run, great guns, great price. He's actually local here in North Carolina. 
I'm nice. About, I'm going to call him up in the next couple of weeks and be like, hey, man, let's get a meeting. <laughs> get him on the show. Yes. I wanted him on this show because he can drive here. And that would exactly. be good for him. Ah, Before we go, we have just a minute, le- about 30 seconds left, left. Tell us where we can find you, what we can do to help. Well, first and foremost, go to our website, committeetodefendthepresident.com. You can see all of the videos that we've been running over the last several years. Obviously, there's a donation page. Any help we can get is much appreciated. We are going to be in the fight of our lives, like I said, over the next year, two years. Um, Go to our Facebook page, committeetodefendthepresident.com. Like us, follow us there. We have about 900,000 people. I'm trying to get to a million by the end of the year. So all of your viewers go there and... uh, Hit the like button for me. I'd appreciate it. There you go. Ted Harvey, glad to have you on, sir. Thank Thank you, you buddy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. You have a good rest of your night, sir. Thanks. God bless. Take care. Yes, sir. Enjoy. Ted Harvey and the committee to defend the president. I got to say, that's... um, not my usual person to to have on the show, but I'm glad that we had him. Um, and he actually kind of came out a little bit more than what I was expecting. He really did. I'm really glad that he was there. Everything was kind of kind of hitting on the mark there, so that's pretty nice. Kind of pessimistic from people who run from Dems. That's okay. You know, you can be pessimistic from people who run from Dems. That's just fine. I'm not going to hurt you. Uh, talk to the people over at the BWE chat room there. Uh, let me see. We got uh, Donna. Hey, how's it going? Erica, love, lovely. Glad to see you're here. Oh, man. We got so many things going on. Guys, keep on pressing with everything that we have going on. Let me, get you, let me give you one, one thing before we leave here. Um, did you know that Bernie Sanders... Um, he spent $300,000 in just one month um, in private jet travel. Uh, I know it's not surprising. I know. Bernie Sanders, massive socialist, really loves to spend other people's money. Apparently, his Senate campaign uh, Senate p- campaign committee spent $297,000 just on jet fare and just on a nine-day trip. Nine days, nine states, and it was $200,000 to get him out there just so he can go campaign and rally for other people because Bernie Sanders knows that uh, it doesn't matter if you're green or if you're a socialist or if you're anything else, but apparently you have to get out there and burn some tail for these guys. Let me see here. Oh, a couple things here. Sanders, who appears to like he's running for it. Oh, and he might be running again for 2020. Yay! He's going to be really old. But that's only if uh, Hillary Clinton doesn't run. Yay, Hillary Clinton, who's really old and terrible. See, Sanders crossed to our country, included a stop to Iowa, Nevada, South Carolina, early caucuses and primary states in 2020. He also went as far as California to help those candidates out there, even though he didn't really need to because they're cheating anyway. Hold on to your seats, folks. We will be right back. You're listening to the DOA Show. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Let me see what's going on here. All right, we got two minutes. We got two minutes. Bam. Get that going down there. Look at that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, look at all you guys out here. He had carbon credits. Yeah, right. What did Al Gore charge him? Al Gore didn't charge him anything. Wow, good to see you guys. Everybody's up and running and everything like that. That's nice. It is so nice. Man, you guys are going to flip on these next couple stories. It's going to be harsh. Harsh, harsh stuff. 
da da do 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 that's right nicole da 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 i'm just trying to get things to get things rolling i don't want you guys here in like dead silence that would be terrible while i'm rolling through all this mess run from death yeah that's okay that's all right we don't we don't have to worry about that yeah Man, I've got so many things. So we got a judge. Oh, Philly legislators. We got Florida schools. Got some Ocasio Cortez. And, uh, oh, and then our final story. Man, you're gonna like our final story. You guys are gonna love it. You like the Bernie and uh, Bernie Sanders? I really think it's off. I don't. I think it's off, man. I. Uh, I got to work on it. It's not quite there. And like, if I keep on rolling with it, the problem is like, oh, and we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live on Mojo 5.0 radio. And that means we're also live on iHeartRadio. Please follow us there. Go to iHeartRadio right now. If you don't have the app, download the app. What are you doing, you fool? Get it. <sighs> Get myself caught up on the new breaks. Gotta love it. It's good times. Oh, man. No carbon credits. No. Oh. I, I really don't think my Bernie Sanders is that good. Uh, like a- After a while, it turns into Christopher Walken, and it's just... it's. Everything needs cowbell, and it's not good. It's not. I gotta work on it. it, it it'll take some time. That's all. Uh, that's fine. Anyway, Massachusetts state judge suspected of aiding an immigrant to flee ICE. Oh, you guys didn't hear about this, huh? Well, see, Massachusetts government uh, Governor Charlie Baker is calling for a temporary removal of a state judge who allegedly helped an undocumented immigrant to evade immigration authorities who were at the courthouse waiting to detain him. Um, Newton District Judge Shelley Joseph, that's a really weird, is uh, being investigated by a federal grand jury for aiding other court personnel in arranging for Jose Medina Perez, age 38 from the Dominican Republic to slip out of the back door of the courthouse while agents from Immigration and Customs Enforcement held a detainer for his arrest. This happened in April. See, Perez was going by a pseudonym, and that's... I, I just can't get it. Like Perez, also known as... Let me see if I can find it here. It's a couple of different things. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Perez whose real name was Oscar Manuel Peguero. Peguero? Peguero. Hello, I am Peguero. Was facing a local drug charge. He was also a fugitive. Uh, He also had a fugitive warrant for drunk driving in Pennsylvania, according to uh, reports. So not only is he illegal, but he's illegal using a fake name, and has two separate charges, one for drunk driving and one for drugs. And this judge decided it was the best thing to get him out of the courthouse and hide him from ICE agents. I don't know about you, but this is a judge that needs to be replaced and replaced quickly. That's not one of those jobs Trump can do. This was a state judge, so this is a state issue. That means the governor there not only needs to suspend the judge, but also needs to kick the judge out. I mean, mm, not so good for the judge. Bad move all around. You want to know some other bad moves? You have this Pen- uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania legislator. Legislative Brown who was convicted of bribery recently, and she refuses to resign. See, days after being sentenced for bribery 
and other crimes. They don't. Re- Why don't they just list all the crimes? I mean, that's not cool. State Representative Vanessa Lowry Brown has refused to resign, even though Pennsylvania Constitution prohibits convicted public officials from serving in the legislature. That means she needs to be removed from office, Pennsylvania. She's removed from office. You need to get that girl right out of your hair. Um, anybody know South Pacific? No, probably not. That's okay. That's just me. All right. Philadelphia Democrat 52 was ordered Friday to serve 23 months probation. Probation for accepting cash-stuffed envelopes from an undercover operative in a sting investigation. As of Monday, she has not submitted a letter of resignation for her $88,600 job, according to the House officials. And it is unlikely that she will do so by January 1st when lawmakers are to be sworn in for the new two-year session, according to the people familiar with her plan. Her refusal to leave office could set the stage for House to, for the House to refuse to seat Brown, who was re-elected to another two-year term last month. It's a rare rebuke. Um, it's a needed rebuke. Not only should she be removed, but she should be thrown in jail for trying to represent people when it's against the Constitution. She should be thrown in jail for the crimes that she committed, not just on parole. You should, beyond all measure, at least if you are a representative, you should be beyond all measure up and up in what you do on an everyday basis. Brown did not return calls seeking comment Monday. In a separate interview, Brown said that she did not plan to appear for the swearing-in service. Maybe she's going to get one of those ankle bracelets and she can't go, you know, 10 feet above. Oh, Nicole, love you. Oh, reciting, reciting South Pacific for me. Awesome. You're so good. Oh, her lawyer, Patrick A. Casey, also did not return calls. In a statement, Casey and Brown, two, uh, Brown's two other lawyers uh, from the Scranton-based firm of Myers, Breyer, and Kelly wrote the investigation of the prosecution of Miss Brown was tainted with both political and racist motives. (sighs) They're going with a racist thing. Not just political thing, but they're going with a racist thing. Her resolve to fight for justice is undiminished. Um, I'd say it's pretty diminished, especially when she's not fighting for justice. She's fighting for her own purse, and she's also probably going to have an ankle bracelet you know, one of those things that, you know, y- you can't leave the premises uh, up to like 30 feet, you know. Mm-hmm. I know. Funny how there's double standards when it comes to the law, but you can't win them all, can you? But you know what? You can help. You want to know how you can help? You can help by saving your heart. And what do I mean by that? Well, you can save your heart with the Pauling's Therapy Essential Formula. You see, Dr. Pauling's, set up this brand new system. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to help you help yourself. The The Essentials Formula was born when, when Ray Ellis was born into a, a family of heart disease. Both his maternal parents, um, both his maternal grandparents died of heart disease and his mother has a heart attack at the age of 55 and both his uncles had bypass surgery. And it's just crazy. All of these different people everywhere in the family had heart-related issues. You see, your arteries are very flexible, but over time, because your heart beats, your arteries harden and get harder and harder, and the faster they pump, the harder they get. I know, I know. And if you're not getting enough nutrition in your body, it can start causing lesions and and problems in those arteries and they can build plaque. And once that plaque builds up, then you have to have a bypass and all this other stuff. So what's the best thing that you can do? You can go to saveyourheart.com. Go to saveyourheart.com. And if you order, use the promo code MOJO, M-O-J-O, and get 10% off on your order. It's it's an essentials formula that replaces, uh, that gives you the necessary nutrition that your body's already missing the stuff that you don't get on a daily basis that your body needs to help keep your engine going 
So if you need your engine to keep going, you want to live a little longer, you want your heart to live uh, to pump as much as possible, go to saveyourheart.com. Use the promo code MOJO, get 10% off of, it's 10% off on your first order. And by the way, they do one jar a month. They have a six jar guarantee. That means for six months, if you do the entire system, you, you do the system, you, you take the monthly dose, uh, the daily dose on a, on a monthly basis for six months, and you don't see a difference, they will give you all of your money back 100%. That is saveyourheart.com, coupon code MOJO, get 10% off right now. So a heart, the heart of our idea and the heart of our situation, you know, we normally have some comedy coming from Florida, and um, today it's not. Today, one Florida school decided to do it right. And here's what I mean. Florida school drops Common Core and soars to number one. See, a school in Florida has taken the number one spot in the state as top school because they ditched the Common Core method in favor of traditional teaching and their stats are according to the government statistics. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? The government has said that their statistics are better than all the rest. See, teachers at the school rejected Common Core State Standards Initiative due to the way that it deliberately dumbs down children, creating unnecessary and highly complicated techniques for working out really simple problems. You know, when you break a single problem into 10 different parts, it's really hard and it's stupid to do. You see, they've they've rejected it, and what they did was they uh, they rejected it, and they went uh, they introduced you know because it's going on before later being introduced at phonics and everything else in the early on in the schools. See, the kids' brains already use whole words, which make grasping concepts of phonics and applying it far more difficult than ne- than it needs to be. What the classic approach, you know. What does it do? What what does that do? According to the website, language-focused learning based on written and spoken words makes the brain... uh, Language-focused learning based on written and spoken words makes the brain work harder to convert words into concepts, while image-based approaches encourage passivity. Basically, using words and using numbers instead of using pictures makes your brain actually work harder. And because your brain has to work harder, you learn faster. I don't know if that really helps you or not, but at the same point in time, it's the same idea of diverse uh, of uh, going through a problematic situation. The more problems that you face in your life, um, that you that you come out and overcome, the better off your life is. The more you push somebody into a problematic situation, the more you push and the more you push and the more you push to fix the problem, to correct the issues, to make yourself work through everything, the more responsibility you take, the better off you are. And what this does, this says that, you know, a Common Core, Common Core takes away all the responsibility from the kids. All, all they have to do is picture everything. It makes it too simple, makes the kids stupid. Honestly, it makes them like Ocasio Cortez. And here's what I mean by that. Ocasio Cortez is issuing a new living wage demand for Congress. But there's a couple people that have been pointing out big issues. You see, Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez isn't officially in office just yet, but that doesn't mean she she's not already calling her future colleagues to take action in her initiatives. I'm not saying that this woman doesn't have a little bit of spunk. I mean, she's, no. She has some gumption, you know. She she knows how to work it when it comes to the D.C. life. Um, but that doesn't mean that she's not stupid. She's a moron. Uh, her newest agenda item, D.C. living wage for everybody on Capitol Hill. In a series of posts, 
Ocasio-Cortez said that after meeting several people uh, employed in a Senate and House offices working side jobs in order to make a living, she believes it's time the Congress sets an example for the nation by providing D.C. living wage to all the people working on Capitol Hill. This week, I went, quote, This week, I went to the dive spot of D.C. for some late-night food. I chatted up the staff. She wrote in her first tweet, Several bartenders, managers, and servers currently work in Senate and office houses. This is a disgrace. Congress, of all places, should raise MRAs so we can pay staff an an actual D.C. living wage. She followed the tweet with another, uh, with another, describing how her own salary of 174000 as a living wage and calling a Congress on the right uh, uh, to right this injustice, which she suggests is Republicans' fault. Quote, It is injustice for Congress to budget a living wage for ourselves, yet rely on unpaid internships and underpaid overworked staff just because Republicans want to make a statement about fiscal responsibility, she wrote. If that's the case, they can cut down on staff to pay them well or raise the MRA. In response to, the, to questions about how to pay her uh, proposed across-the-board living wage, she wrote, Gotta love the rich irony of congressmen asking, how are you going to pay for it? Suddenly, grow awfully quiet when called out on their own expectations that part-time workers magically invent money to work for free. (sighs) People like Mark Deese responded to her, quote, you're making $174,000 a year as a member of Congress. That's not a living wage. That is a damn good job. Almost $500 per day. You are an embarrassment to Congress. Uh, another person quoted, uh, quote, men and, women are in cro- men and women in Congress are overpaid at $174,000 a year. Others suggested she should set examples by spreading the wealth using her own sizable salary. Start by making an example and giving away your own salary to those workers. You can feel the redistribution. Uh, you can fe- feel free to redistribute your own newfound wealth to your staffers. I know you won't, though. Funny thing is, it just got released recently that Ocasio Cortez. Um, is now talking about making sure that everybody gets paid a minimum $15 an hour, including all of her interns. So she's going for the fight for 15 for her interns. An intern is kind of an unpaid job. But her interns are going to get paid. And that's fine. She can do that with her own money, not with Congress and governments. Something else that she did. So this is actually... uh, this is a post on Red State. This is from our brand new contributor, Brandon Morse. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says her Green New Deal is just an avenue for social justice agendas because why not? See, the gift that keeps on giving in the, in the future, New York Senator Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has once again sat down in front of the camera and once again delivered a pure asinine gold. While sitting next to Senator Bernie Sanders and environmental activist Bill McKibben, Ocasio-Cortez loaded her platitude gun and set it on auto-fire during a panel discussion. During her time to speak, Ocasio-Cortez waxed poetic about how the only thing better, uh, the only thing between a better, greener future is our willingness to be courageous about obtaining it. I feel sick. I feel sick to my stomach. That's, I just, and I quote, but the only way we're going to get out of the situation is by choosing to be courageous, said the socialist. The only way we're going to get out of this 
I don't. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You surely are the gift that keeps on giving. You give so much to us. So much, I can't believe that you're a socialist, except for I can because you are a socialist and you're a moron, which is completely the opposite of charity magnets. See, charity magnets is designed and produced, uh, they, they produce beautiful, high-quality products for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. Their commodities include law enforcement uh their communities include law enforcement professionals and their families, first responders, corrections officers, members of the military, private citizens that dedicated to honor integrity. Uh, uh, they have integrity to help others in a time of need. And here's the thing right now. Charity magnets, they not only have magnets, they've got keychains, they've got Car, uh, car magnets. They've got the little magnets for your... Fr- They've got so many things you will not believe it. Go to their website. It's www.charitymagnets.com. For each sale, a donation will be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. And Cops for Kids with Cancer has given more than $2.5 million in donation. Go to charitymagnets.com to view what, what can be purchased there. Um... Use the promo code MOJO, and you'll get $5 off your purchase when you go there. Use the promo code MOJO. Go to charitymagnets.com. So, for this last story, I just want to know how you feel about this. You see, I'm a little short of breath, um, especially coming up to this next story. Um I'll just give you the headline. That's what we'll do. Pennsylvania woman pleads guilty to fatal crushing uh, to fatally crushing her boyfriend. Let me do that again. Pennsylvania woman pleads guilty to fatally crushing her boyfriend. You see, there's a bunch of people out there. They're called chubby chasers. I don't know who they are. I'm not one in particular, um, but if you're a chubby chaser, and that's fine, to each their own, no problems with me, but you need to be careful, because if you upset that woman, you may be facing certain death. You see, a 300-pound Pennsylvania woman decidedly sat on her boyfriend and suffocated him to death during a drunken argument back in March. Prosecutors say um, the lady, 44, stabbed her 120-pound boyfriend in the hand using a knife. She could have stabbed him with anything, a fork or anything like that, but battered him with a table leg before she then sat on his face and smothered him with her body at their home in Erie, Pennsylvania. You see, the 44-year-old pled guilty to third-degree murder charges this week. I don't... That's not third-degree, guys. That's that's first-degree murder. Um, that was a homicide. That was intentional. doesn't matter that she was drunk. Uh, the coroner ruled Butler died by homicide caused by respi- respiratory insufficiency secondary to blunt force trauma to the neck and thoracic compression exacerbated by blunt force trauma to the head. Wow. Following the incident, Thomas reported call uh, reportedly called the police telling the dispatcher, I killed my boyfriend. When the investigators arrived on the scene, they discovered Butler dead and the table leg with bolts protruding and covered in blood. Thomas told the investigators that she'd been drinking and craving crack cocaine. The victim's sister, Sandra Butler, told uh, GoEerie.com, I guess that's the website where where this story originally started, that she believed the sentence Thomas got was too light. She deserves life. No. I mean, she deserves to be in prison, and probably for 20, 30 years, um, and she killed a man. But, you know, if you kill a man, even in a drunken stupor, um, I gotta say... You killed a person. 
I guess like I don't I don't want to pay for her being in prison for the rest of her life. That's what I'm saying. Um, you kill a person. At least she's repentant about it. I gotta say. So maybe maybe okay. Maybe all right. All right. Fine. Life in prison. All right. So a plea deal was reduced uh, is what reduced her sentence from twenty year uh, twenty to forty years in prison to eighteen to thirty six years, and she is scheduled to be sentenced uh, on December twenty first. On December twenty first. Merry Christmas to to her. Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Ho ho ho. But I gotta tell you, um it kind of bothers me a little bit about what's going on there. You see, yeah, that sentence was the only thing that was light about her, apparently. Yes, that is correct. Very good, Donna. That is for you. That was not a good drinking game. No, it wasn't. And there are so many puns that we could have played about sitting on people's faces and other such things. Um, but I can't. I just can't. I can't go there. Um, I don't want to go there. Um, and also fat jokes, which I could also make, but I'm not going to go there. She could, she could be the queen of the cell block. Yes, she could. Um... Oh, did you know that Lena Dunham lied, by the way? Just want to kind of throw this out there. Lena Dunham uh, just recently in a statement uh, said that uh, during 2017 when she was uh, talking about her friend Murray Miller, uh, she lied about uh, their encounters. (coughs) Excuse me. She lied about their encounters uh, to protect him because she thought that he was a really good guy. Apparently... um, that's not what happened, and the guy actually did hurt people um, and had unwanted sexual relations. So that's not good. Oh, and, you know, Virginia Middle School bans a Christmas song that mentioned Jesus. Uh, a model took selfies in front of a Holocaust memorial. Washington Post admits false accusations of rape happening. That's That's good. That's good. At least they're admitting it now. You know, because uh, it's been a long time. They used to go through and say that the 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 cases of false accusations of rape are so few and far between that it just can't happen. But apparently, if you have a bunch of uh, a bunch of young black men who were falsely accused in jail, and you have a Republican Republican governor who has yet to release those people after finding out just recently that the accusation was false, then, then and only then will the left decide that it is okay to bash in the head anybody who says that, uh, uh, bash in the head that Republican governor and, at the same point in time, admit that sometimes women don't tell the truth. That you can't trust all women. That a little bit of the hashtag Me Too was a little overblown. <sighs> Guys. Here's the thing, right? Yeah, tech, yes, I, 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 I am part of the Mojo crew now. Um, no, I, uh, no, I don't have the Mojo crud, uh, thankfully. I have uh, my, my children um, who passed on their coughs and, coughs and everything else. I, I'm not close enough to them to get their Mojo crud, thankfully. Whoo! And man, is that good. But listen, guys, very quickly, before we get out of here. We're all individuals. We all are responsible for ourselves. I know people want to go out there and tickle your ear and say that they can blame other people and take other people out and and get those people to be blamed and everything else, and, and you can live off the backs of their suffering. But that doesn't help you. It only hurts you. Pick yourself up. Become responsible for you and yours. And through it all, make sure that you know who you are. 
Guys, this is the Defenders of American Exceptionalism live on Mojo 5 Radio. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. walk sparky for me no way (laughs) i'll throw in a caramel frappe Ooh, make it a large deal get a sweet deal two dollar any size mccafe beverage on the mcdonald's app between you and me sparky i would have walked you for free (laughs) offer valid through 4322 or participate in mcdonald's valid one time per day mcdonald's app download and registration required